This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. We really um, are not operating like God would have us to that in, in responding, you know, uh, to him making, wanting to make some things happen. That life is, is much more intentional than just simply incidental. Does that make sense to you? You know, living out God's purpose, uh, you know, for every, <clears throat> for God's purpose, there are promises. Every promise uh, includes plans to see the provision of that promise happen in our life. Just the same way the, the, the Bible talks about a seed, the, uh, everything from a seed and, and the word of God being seed. In every seed is the DNA. There is a blueprint. There's a plan for uh, what that uh, plan will uh, be, what that, that seed, that plant or, or <clears throat> seed will become, that's a better way to put it, what it will do, how it will function, what purpose it serves, all of that, what it will provide. What, uh, uh, even, you know, you think about this, uh, even, uh, well, let's read for here and make a little bit more sense. Jeremiah 29, we're going to go down around verse 11, says, I know what I'm doing. I have it all planned out. Now, God knows what he's doing. Why? He has it all planned out. A plan put, you know, uh, uh, knowing is going to provide you with much more peace and power in your life than not knowing. True? Hmm? You know, all right. Now God says here that he has it all planned out. Now I, I really couldn't say that, you know, uh, over my life that I have it all planned out. But God does. Okay? Is... The entire context of, of, of him writing this to us, if we go down further, he does not want us to stay not knowing. Well, then where does trust come in? If we can trust him in the not knowing, don't you think we could trust him to know? It's just, you know, it's, it's just which side of the line or the side of the fence that you want to that you want to live in. I used to always use my faith. I, I called it hind of myself. <laughs> if something would happen, boy, we're going to have some, now we're going to trust God. We're going to have some faith. And there came a point in time where God said, you know, you don't have to be behind where your faith is concerned. He goes, you can get your faith out in front of you and work it out there just like you're working it here. Well, of course, that leads into things 
into things uh, like this. You know, I'll tell you a lot of times how I had gotten in that. No plan. Well, I didn't plan on that. Now, stuff's going to come up that you didn't, you know, plan on in life. Uh, however, you know, we ought not to live our life without a plan and just always stuff. All right. Um, he says, I have it all planned out. Uh, God started uh, um, really, you know, prompting, just kind of, you know, God doesn't push us. But he prompts us, and he, uh, and and he'll lead us and he'll guide us. And I just had a you know just a desire, you know, to have a have a little more of a handle on things than just you know uh, coming into the you know new year when when years kind of wrap around there. You know, uh, we all. Uh, well, I hope it's going to be a good year, a prosperous new year, a better year, you know. Well, that's good because, listen, it says that he, uh, right here, uh, hope is like, hope is a, can, become, can be developed a little further than just a, you know, than just an idea. The same way that, you know, or desire. Well, you know, I, I hope someday I'll have my own house. Uh, well, if you develop that a little bit further uh, than just if you if you kind of run down that track, you know, um, you could uh, realize that every house that's out there, you know, somebody took an idea, the hope for, and they built it into a blueprint. They drew it up. And then somebody followed that blueprint and built it up. And that was part of the process of being successful with both parties, you know, the builder and the, uh, you know, uh, and the buyer, so to speak. That they could live in that. They could move into that. See, uh, a, a plan is like uh, is 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 getting those blueprints. Okay, that uh, that first of all, foundation is probably the most important and then the you know uh, let's just say the frame up all right god said that frames uh that he frames he framed the world see with words and it says he did this with spiritual word he did this he took the what he hoped for and that he belie- he believed or released his faith for and and so that everything that we see he didn't start with, with all the materials and everything. He started with, I have an idea. This is what I want. And then he developed that. And the Bible says that he plan- He says this, I have it all planned out. Well, if you track God a little bit, this before the foundations of the world, he had it all planned out. He knew what he wanted. And, and he knew what it was going to take. Uh, what needed to be done, what needed to be had, uh, what, what he needed to have, what he needed to do. All of that. It's a deep, deep statement when he says, I have it all planned out. Now, now again, uh, a plan will give us peace, uh, see, because it, it, it helps us uh, to play the vision. 
out of the invisible into a visible. Having a plan in our heart is good. Having a plan even in our head, those two things being in agreement. But we need to have a plan in our hand. Now remember, this is the master's master plan. It's all planned out. Every day of your life is written in here. And we can get in front of him and he'll dole it out in daily doses. But he also wants to pull us back and show us bigger pictures. There are bigger pictures, a bigger framework for your life than just getting up in the morning and, you know, being, you know, on the run under the gun. I know you're just being thoughtful. It's kind of like eating, eating soup. You can't really hear you slurp. You're being, being polite. But I'm going to keep on going here anyway. The Bible says, and I, 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 listen, I, I, <laughs> I qualify for this every time. Without a vision, okay, without a vision, a bigger picture, or even a small snapshot, I mean, without a vision, the Bible says that people perish. A better translation, it says they cast off all restraint. There's no, there's no line, you know, to pull from. There's, there's no blueprint. There's no road to run on. There's not a road map. There's not a, you know, there's not a checklist. There's not a, uh, you know, any form of, of structure where that is concerned. See, uh, you know, a plan gives structure to our dreams, our, our deepest desires, our hopes. And, you know, if God, listen, just following the pattern of God, is the vision written down? I mean, it's completed. These 66 volumes, every word in it, every dotting of the I, crossing of the T, God has done it down to the detail. And he said, listen, if you read the end of the book, he said, you don't don't take anything from this. Don't try to add anything to it. It's completed work. I have it all planned out. So this is a place, first of all, begin to find God's design, God's divine desires over us. Because I'll tell you, a lot of the times that we, that we think that, that God is the main subject of this book. And he had all this, but it wasn't good enough. He knew it all, knew all this. He had it in his possession, but he was not satisfied. The, listen, the, the, the reason why uh, he did all of this was, was he wanted you. You are the main subject. You are the, he decided, and if he, one of the scriptures, oh, I believe it's Ephesians. Don't quote me on that because I didn't have time to look it up. Or I'm not going to, but you could look it up for your homework. It said long ago... He set, uh, he, he set his love upon us, decided to focus, that we would be the focal point of his love. Well, that's who he is. That's, that's everything he does. That's his w- divine why. Amen? Well, incorporated in this, then, is, you know, is the divinely designed and desired you. And, and, sure. 
Uh, he says, I have plans to take care of you, not abandon you, plans to give you a future and hope for. And the next, all the way down into uh, uh, 12, 13, and 14, God really uh, encourages, but, he, but he ought, he's just trying to prompt us and saying, you know, now listen, I really want to give this to you. I want to share these things with you. I want you to have my heart. I want you to have the, every thought that I think towards you specific to you, to your divine design, my divine desires for your life. And he goes, he goes now when you want it more than anything else, see, because God wants that more than anything else. Hear who's talking to you. He goes, but when you, when you get on the same page with me, that's what a plan is. He, it, it, we're looking he, in, in Habakkuk in just a minute when we get a little bit done with this. And don't think that we're all the way done with this now. I mean, sometimes we just need to, you know, look at it till we see what it's saying to us. Amen. But God wants, a, God wants us to know. And I'm going to tell you something. Listen, uh, you and I discovering and delighting in and doing, you know, that divine design is real worship. The life that, that, that God builds, that we labor together with him. We're God's field. We're God's building. Getting those blueprints and you and God laboring and building those together. Amen. See, see, see these things, a, a plan will, will be a framework. It will focus our faith. See, we can have this big general faith. Oh, well, God will take care of it. It being a huge word, you know, the rest of my life. Yes, he will. But it sure is. It, it it sure it sure is nice if you know if he says let's go on a trip you head south he meant north because <laughs> we didn't get any directions we didn't know what his desire was amen can you see some of these things boy I I love this kind of stuff because. Uh, you know, I've had to learn all of these because you talk about somebody just not knowing, I mean, where they were going or what they were doing. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Amen. Uh, he says this, and we'll, and we'll move uh, forward. It says in verse 13, when you come looking for me, you'll find me. Now, who's the, who, are, who specifically here uh, is, he, is he talking about the me that he's talking about the divine designer. The one who has it all planned out. The one that wants to give you the future that you hope for. Amen. He wants to get you up into hope. Hope in the Bible is not uh, just natural, that would be nice or a wish. Hope is always, listen, it is a... It is a super. It is a supernatural envisioning. Is a blueprint. If you can just substitute that, he said, "I want to give you the future that I have blueprinted for you." When you want that blueprint, 
you come looking for me, he goes, I'm going to make sure when, that, uh, that you're not disappointed. Isn't that wonderful? It, look, what, the peace of knowing, see. See, peace is also uh, nothing missing, nothing broken. Well, if it's all planned out, then there isn't going to be any surprises where God is concerned. There's not going to be anything missing and going to be anything broken. You got it all planned out. Got the plan in hand. So if it if something is missing and something is broken, what would be the first thing? Get the plan. Then we got peace. Well, let's let's let, I need the provision. Well, you got to get the plan that's attached to the promise that'll bring the power of the purpose. They're all tied up in there together. Amen. Are you listening? So from the problem that we're, that when we go towards God, we're gonna we're gonna go all the way uh, back and find His purpose. We're gonna find the promises for the for that uh, uh, for that problem. There's gonna be a plan or plans, so to speak. Are you listening? If the devil do that, don't worry, God. Jesus came to undo everything that the devil done done. Man, I'm telling you what, how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good. Listen, he came, the Bible said, he said, I came to destroy the works of the devil. One translation of that word destroy is to undo it. I'm going to, I don't care what the devil's done. God's got a plan from the master's plan through his heart and his head and his hand into yours to undo that thing. Oh my goodness. I'm so glad that God is in the business. There's a plan to undo that. I don't care what's happened, how long it's been there, God is going to undo that thing. And then he's going to give us a chance. Redeemed means now we're going to do it again right. Uh, Stay sat. Stay sat. Stay. Stay. Hold now. All right. You could put that in there. God has a plan to undo Whatever it is you're looking at. Now listen. That you're not satisfied with. Part of, part of uh, having. Well let's go over to Habakkuk. Man I wish you. How long do you want to stay? Midnight? We stayed till 11 last time. Oh we could talk a while. But we got to go. Uh, we got to ha- go home. The little dog's hungry. Amen. Alright. Uh Habakkuk 2, this is the message, but I'm going to read it, verse 1. What's God going to say to my questions? I'm braced for the worst. <laughs> I'll climb to the lookout tower and scan the horizon. I'll wait to see what God says, how he'll answer my complaint. Now here's the, you know, he, obviously he's coming from a place, he has a problem or problems. He's not satisfied with how things are. 
Are you listening? Did you know that it's okay not to be satisfied? We're to be contented, but never satisfied. I mean, some people look at, look, look at me, you know, and I've wondered about this. I look at me and I say, God, why can't I just leave it alone? And, and I found myself in the scripture over there in Isaiah uh, 60 is, is sins and mine, life and ministry. That's the description of it. Our, you know, that's the span of it. That's all of it. It's a time frame. It's, you know, uh, all of it. But anyway, down in there somewhere it says that uh, uh, there are upgrades there. So if I, I've got stones, he's going to give me. He's, he's, he, if I've got wood, he's going to give me stones. If I've got stones... He says, I'm going to upgrade you to iron. If you got iron, I'm going to upgrade you to silver or bronze. If you got bronze, I'm going to upgrade you to silver. If you got silver, I'm going to upgrade you to gold. That's pretty much the top of the pile. But, I, I, you know, that brought me peace when I saw that. Now, this is that Isaiah. See, that, that is a framework for my, for my world. See? And, and, and. Within that, you know, God said, well, this is why you are like you are. I, div- I divinely designed you to never be satisfied, to always be reaching for the upgrade, for the next, for the more. Now, now listen now, all right? You say, well, you greedy cuss. You know, all of that stuff amounts to people for your life. Is why can't you just be satisfied with four and no more? Because there's some more folks out there that God wants them to know him. And I want them to know the God that I know. And as long as there's that, whatever needs to happen in support of that. Are you listening? You know. I mean, everything we built in our life and, and, and you know, uh, in natural even and spiritual things, we, when we had a family, when we had a son, a daughter and a, and a son, it changed our vision. See, we, we, we couldn't just, we, we just me and her. See, it changed things for us. Everything we did then was an enlargement and an expansion that centered around these new lives. Amen? So listen, is God satisfied with the 99? Not as long as there's the one. Well, God, you know, 99's quite a few. I mean, shouldn't you be happy with 99? That's 98 more than one. See? No, he's contented with the 99 that are safe. But he is completely not satisfied with letting the one be lost. And so he reaches for the one more, and the one more, and the one more. Because with God, there'll always be one more. He, he holds off what, what we would just like to, come on, you know. Jesse Duplantis grabs his britches, he goes, rapture, come on, Jesus, you know. Let's get out of here. Let's get on with this thing. But God says, hold on, there's one more. There's just one more. There's one more. There's one more. 
See, 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 God has to get that, that reaching. God has to develop a faith that's still reaching. A faith that's still not satisfied. A faith that, that, that says, no, see, see, there, there's more still. And it would be better to have the more than to have the less. Are you listening? But I've got to get my faith operating in that general direction that, and, and convince even my head that it's okay to reach for more. And you know, so many times, Jesus, uh, uh, there are tests with natural things to locate our spiritual condition. The, 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 the definition of a fool is to be self-satisfied. Let's move right along. Can you listen now? This, I'm not off track here now. God's got it all planned out. It all is going to center up in, you know, that one great big divine purpose of a family. Everyone that will. He wants everyone. But not everybody will. He never designed hell. He said hell was not created for man. Hell has to enlarge itself. It's forced to enlarge itself. God made it so small he only wanted the devil and a third of the angels to be there. Never intended anybody to ever have to go there. But folks will have to go there if they have not accepted Jesus. Heaven's big enough to, uh, that, that's what folk worry about, this little old planet running out of everything. Dear Jesus, I mean, you know, I mean, even the scientists know there's a whole lot of stuff out there. And we've been over whether or not there's life out there. Well, God's out there. Amen. That enough life for you? That's life, life, and more life. Life itself. All right, that answered that. Well, you know, I thought on Star Trek one time they had a glimpse of him. Well, maybe so. I don't know. I don't follow the show. <clears throat> it sure would have been better if old Captain Kirk had said, Man, I'll tell you what, now who's that? <laughs> Look at there. <laughs> Anyhow. <clears throat> it says, and then God answered, write this. Write what you see. Write it out in big block letters. So the, the, God's going to give us, God talks in pictures. A lot of times those pictures are just, sometimes they're just in a vague form of a, of a want something different. Want something more? Want something better? I mean, God's got photographs of His glory. All of nature, the Bible says, testifies of the glory of God. There's not one thing on this planet. Not one technological thing. Not one relational thing. Not one vocational thing. Not one natural thing. You know, that didn't, it all came from God, and it's all for God's glory. If you want to see what God wants for your life, look around. 
Well, I don't see it. Go to TJ Maxx. Look. It's all over the store. Ask me how <laughs> Ask me how I know. I know. Amen. That beautiful manicured nail. Pretty color. All that. Go. What does that mean? That's the glory of God's on that one right there. There's glory over here. Rise and shine, son. There's glory over here. Amen. That's good. Like I tell you, you know, I mean, my woman, you know, makes us look like we, you know, like we're rich. Because we are. But she sure does it on a budget that most people wouldn't say that ain't rich. Amen. But she delights in her merchandise. Proverbs the 30. She clothes her family in purple. Royalty. She dresses. Are you listening? Hallelujah. That's Proverbs 31. Ask me how I know. God showed me that. That's my prayer over her. That's who she has become. Not because, listen, not because I prayed it, because God wanted it and I agreed with him. Amen. And wouldn't it be better than to say, well, you old woman, you. (laughs) My old lady. Don't say that. You don't want no old lady. Amen. Hallelujah. You know what I'm talking about? Say the, speak the word over folks. That's God's divine design. Proverbs 31. That's divine design and desire over, over you. Amen. As a woman. Amen. I mean, I can go down through that list and see. That's the woman that she has become and is continuing to become more and more detailed. In, of this divine design and desire of her father God. And, that, and he delights. And I'm telling you what, I'm pretty happy about most of it too. Amen. You know, find, find, there's a seed in here for every need. The seed that you need to create the harvest that you desire. Don't call them what they are. Call them what they're not. But shall become. God who speaks of things that are not as though they were. Amen. Well, see, this is who you really are, the new creation. All things have become new. All that old stuff, we're all done with that. Glory to God. Well, you always do that. Always is a long, strong word. Amen. You know this, let me read this. Well, I didn't read it in... in, uh, Jeremiah, I'm going to be done. I'm going to shock Miss Sandy. She, y'all, she might fall right off of that. Fall right out with the power of God. I'm going to be done. Uh, I didn't read the last connective uh, thought in Jeremiah 29. He said... I'm going to make sure you're not disappointed. I'll turn things around for you. Man, I like that. I got some stuff that needs to be undone. And I got some stuff that needs to be turned around. I think I'm just going to end right there. Where's Pastor Ron? I'd get him to play the, pick the guitar, a piano, if I could. 
for a minute. I think we ought to. I think we ought to just end with that, and I won't take but just a minute. But you know, I always like to stay with God until I get to the praising part, because the because when I get to the when I, when I run this thing all the way out and when I get to the praise, that's the highest faith I can operate in. And I felt the Holy Ghost when I, when I, when I said God had turned, when I said God would uh, undo some stuff. Jesus came to undo some things. Anybody here need some things undone? But he also declared, he goes, I'll turn things around for you. You got some things you want to turn around. Well, you know, I'm going to tell you what now. The longest journey out of the longest journey through starts when we start headed towards uh, back to Benjamin uh, and into the territory of Judah. Judah is the place of praise. Amen. Well, I'll tell you, I don't feel like praising God. You don't have to feel anything. See, you you, you got to learn. We're going to have to learn how to control those negative emotions so that we can get over where God can control these positive things. You'll feel better, amen, when you're just not all after a feeling. But I'll tell you, feelings will come. The devil will make sure you have some feelings, but God will make sure you have some feelings too. You know, well, what? I got nothing to feel good about. Could you feel good about God undoing some stuff that the devil has done? How about could you feel even better when did you know that a God who can turn everything around for you wants to and will? This I Listen, I'm not just thinking this stuff up. I'm on a divine assignment. I came with a message for you tonight. I don't care what has happened. Forget about that. Turn your face towards God. And when you're looking at Him, how can we not help but praise Him? Well, what are the words that He's releasing unto us right now? The message is this. He said, I'm on to it. I can and I will. Believe me. I'm going to turn things around for you. Oh, God doing a new thing. Father, we praise you. We thank you, Jesus, for the new thing, for all these new creation realities, for this new life, this more life than we ever expected, life to the full, till it overflows. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you. Now listen, if you're here tonight and you've been struggling, specifically, you know what depression is? You know, it's when a dark... Abraham, listen, there were people in the Bible, Abraham was in his tent. All he could see was the four walls of it. ain't happened yet. I don't see how it's ever going to happen. I'm old, she's old. We never could. I don't know how in the world, why it's going to be any different now. And you know what God said? He goes, I need you to get you, I got to get you out of that. I need you to come outside with Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. 
For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church. 